There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Because nothing brings more joy in the morning than a 99 cents any size iced coffee. Pair it with a glazed full apart donut for a truly great morning. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Only available until 11 a.m. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the WIM Podcast. Women in Influencer Marketing, or WIM for short, is a first-of-its-kind exclusive networking group made up of inspirational women. This podcast is where we explore influencer marketing, advertising trends, and get real about women in business. Our mission is to network, to foster leaders within this exciting industry, and to share information to make our work stronger. That's where this podcast comes in. We'll bring you fresh perspectives on timely topics facing the industry from expert voices in the space. Find us wherever you download podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at IamWim.com. That's IamWim.com. You guys, this is episode 100. I feel like there was no buildup to this in the prior episodes, but I have been you know, quietly excited about getting up to this number. And I've definitely noticed it maybe on, I don't know, episode 90, 91 or so. I was like, oh my God, we're approaching episode 100. This is so cool. I also low-key don't understand how so many people that I listen to, when I listen to their podcast, they're up to like episode, you know, 300 and whatever. I'm like, but I've been doing my podcast longer. That <laughs> just means that there have been chunks of time, I guess, where um, I didn't record. That's the truth. I'm so proud to say, though, that I have been recording this podcast consistently on a weekly basis for at least the past year and a half. But this podcast goes back 100 episodes congratulations to all of us. It's certainly not just me. It's a huge thank you to not only the guests that have been on the show for the past bunch of years, but a huge thank you to all of you guys who tune in on a weekly basis and listen to these conversations. I'm so grateful. Um, I record these in my bedroom. (laughs) And um, I don't know, it almost feels like my connection to the outside world, because of course, the past year and a half have been so isolating. But even before then, and outside of that, I've just enjoyed being able to connect with so many incredible women in the industry and just like learn from them and just feel connected to other women, even just broadly. I don't know. It's like raising a five-year-old girl and going through my own journey as a woman has made me really appreciate how special women are um, and how much I have to learn and how grateful I am to be in the position that I can record a podcast every single week and do it for work and just have so much fun. It's so much fun. So in the spirit of celebrating, 
um, I was like, oh my God, what do I even do for this episode? I feel like I want to do something. I feel like I want to recognize it. Um, But this episode, it's going to be a fun one. This episode is going to be five things that I've learned as an entrepreneur. It means a lot to me when I be able to give back to other people. And my journey as an entrepreneur has been like a scary, exciting, exhilarating one that I will never forget. (laughs) Um, Hopefully it will be, you know, for years to come. But if I could give back some wisdom, some advice, some things that I've learned through my experience to anyone else listening on the show today, it would be the best way to celebrate 100 episodes. So It's just me, guys, and five things that I've learned as an entrepreneur. So we're going to start at five, and we're going to make our way back down to the number one thing that I've learned. So let's get started. So number five, the thing that I've learned as an entrepreneur. Okay, well, this one's an interesting one. So we talk all about social media marketing on this show, I will tell you something that I have really, really learned is important for entrepreneurs is actually email marketing, which I definitely distinguish as something very different from social media marketing. Essentially, as an entrepreneur, you just need to stay top of mind everybody (laughs) to as many people as humanly possible and email marketing is just a really really powerful way of doing that another thing that I always want to achieve is just like a positive sentiment you know when people think of my business your business you want them to have like a positive feeling about it or you know maybe like a an exciting feeling about it or like oh that's the coolest company ever i don't know whatever it is fill in the blank but email marketing is such a great way to be able to communicate that and ensure that those feelings and those things are being achieved. Um, Social media is like its own separate beast, but I wanted to share a few things in terms of email marketing. So first things first, a lot of people ask what systems I use for my email marketing. Um, I use MailerLite. I love MailerLite. Um, I've spoken about it many, many times, so it's nothing new. Um, People, some people are surprised by that they're like wait a second you don't use um, MailChimp, Constant Contact, Flowdesk and I'm like I've used all of those actually in the past Um, and I have my like I have my two cents about all of them. Um, MailChimp is a little too expensive. I don't think it's worth all of what they charge. Constant Contact is very old to me Um, and Flowdesk super economical and beautiful but it doesn't really have the sophistication and like the tools and automations and like it doesn't have the engine behind the hood of the car so that's my beef with Flowdesk but mailer light guys so here are all the things that I love about it number one it is incredibly affordable I want to say that I pay like 50 bucks a month but I also have another account um, that I pay for for my stepdaughter's uh school and that's ten dollars a month and I want to say that's the cheapest that plan that you could be on um they're great they offer annual discounts of course even further so economical great they also have all of these automations so the thing about email marketing is like 
if you're doing it in a really interesting way, you're always trying to like identify, classify, and nurture your leads. So always capturing email addresses through forms on your website, forms and email. They have ways to make emails engaging that you could like vote on things and I don't know, it's just, it's it's such a good way to like set yourself apart because social media marketing is sort of like a no-brainer, but not enough people focus on email marketing. And MailerLite just has like really interesting ways that you can and really cool things that you can do with it, like automations and stuff. Anyways, I won't get super deep into it. We do have a video on our YouTube channel if you just search women and influencer marketing on there. Um, where we list, um, I have like a whole demo of Mailer Light. I should probably update it because it was it was about a year ago. But I feel like all of the like top line features are listed on there. Um, email marketing to stay top of mind and to in, always have great sentiment about your company. Um, email marketing is the number five thing that I've learned as an entrepreneur. Okay, so the number four thing that I have learned as an entrepreneur is to get really comfortable with your finances. Disclosure, this is probably my least comfortable area and it is something that I am improving on all the time. I know that this is something that I'm not great at, but I don't know that it's necessarily something I can't master. I just think that it's always intimidated me and I've sort of self-identified as somebody who's not so financially savvy. Um, I haven't really had to be in my life because I've always sort of been the person like instead of budgeting, I've just worked harder and made more money. Um, But (laughs) as a business owner, it's incredibly important that you are financially competent. So What I've learned are a few things. Number one, prepare yourself for tax season. (laughs) And you're doing, so these are basically creating systems for yourself year round so that when tax season comes around and you're filing your taxes on April 15th, like I am, or Real Talk extending your taxes (laughs) because you can't get your shit together to file for April 15th, you are not scrambling and horrified at the past year. Um, Tax season gives me so much anxiety. I hate it almost as much as doing laundry, but tax season happens every fucking year. So why am I not preparing myself and just like making the subsequent year better? (laughs) So that's what I've been working on and getting more comfortable with. And here are a couple tips that I can share. Number one, first things first, definitely make sure that your company is set up like a company. So I have one company that is a a nonprofit corporation. I have another company that's a for-profit LLC. Um, Make sure that your company is set up appropriately um, because another thing that you want to make sure you're doing year-round is tracking all of your expenses. So as an entrepreneur, there are a lot of instances where you can very legitimately write off a ton of stuff. So keeping all of that straight for me 
the easiest thing to do is I just have one credit card dedicated to each of my businesses, but I have separate credit cards. Then something that I did this year is incorporate things like QuickBooks. Um, Whatever program you use, HoneyBook is another one that I can recommend. We have a promo code I'm happy to share. Um, QuickBooks is awesome, though I use them personally. And um, I just, I keep track of things. I look at trends on a monthly basis. I try to reconcile all of the charges to sort of just quickly skim and make sure nothing stands out as suspicious. Making sure that you're on top of your subscriptions. Sometimes there are things that I let go of and, you know, it renews for the next year, things like that. And I'm like, oh, I didn't actually want that to renew. So make sure that you keep track of your subscriptions. But for some reason, if something renews and you don't want to, definitely challenge that. Go to the business directly first. Tell them what happened. Nine times out of ten, they'll be forgiving of it and just refund you the balance or the difference um, and, and cancel your membership. If they don't, though, for one reason or another, maybe their terms and conditions, you know, are are anti that. Go to your credit card and fight it as an entrepreneur. Like every little dollar penny counts. So um, definitely fight for your money. And, uh, you know, but yeah, ideally you would stay ahead of that stuff. This sort of leads me very well into tip number three. The third tip that I've learned as being an entrepreneur Everything is negotiable. (laughs) So here's the thing. As a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, you feel the highs, you feel the lows, you feel everything a little bit more because like the stakes are higher and it's the responsibility is on you. Like at the end of the day, if you're working for somebody else and shit hits the fan, like yeah, like your manager might yell at you or your manager might even fire you depending on how bad it is. But like once you're gone, there's still somebody else that has to clean up that mess. If you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner and like that's your mess to clean up, like there's so much pressure, it's unreal. So when it comes to contracts for technology platforms that you're getting yourself into or deals that you're working on with potential partners or even your office space, just know that every single thing is negotiable. Now look, I used to negotiate for a living literally every single day. I was negotiating like 10 to 20 even more times per day, you know, because I represented influencers and I was negotiating the brand partnership. So I'm very, very comfortable with this. But negotiating for yourself feels very different. It just does. I'm so comfortable negotiating for other people, but sometimes I forget that, you know, I can do the same damn thing for myself. So just sort of like having that top of mind that everything is negotiable. There are so many variables that can be negotiated. Just like having that in your mind and really believing it and and owning it will really take you a long way. All right, guys. So as a special treat and a Big thank you for being an avid listener to this podcast. I'm offering you 10% off of a VIP level membership to Wims Collective. That's right, guys. I rarely offer promos on our membership, but I am offering it to our podcast listeners because you are so special to me. You show up on a weekly basis and share these podcast episodes, and I am so 
grateful for you. So this membership, guys, it's offering you casting resources, networking, jobs, recruitment, mentorship, the list goes on and on. But if you don't believe me or you want to hear from somebody else, check out all the testimonials that are on our website. All you have to do is go to IamWim.com and use promo code PODCAST2021. That's going to get you 10% off of a VIP level WIM Collective membership. I am so grateful for you guys. Join today. It's going to be the best professional decision you've ever made. All right, guys. So go do that, but definitely keep listening to this episode because it's awesome. All right, so the number two lesson that I've learned as an entrepreneur, work your network. So this might seem really obvious coming from someone who founded and runs a networking organization, but I'm going to be so real with you guys. Like while I, in my mind, understand the power of networking, and I always have, I don't actually implement it all the time. Like it's like, I don't know. It's like a Michelin star chef. Like they're making incredible dishes every single night. You don't think that person comes home every so often and like orders some Chinese food that costs like five to ten dollars. Like absolutely. I am that person that orders Chinese food a lot. Okay, like I really need to learn how to practice what I preach. Um, I'm just being real. So yeah, I can preach all day, every day how incredible and valuable networking is. But I think that as an entrepreneur, what I've learned is like ways to actually push myself to do that more. Because naturally, I'm like so much more of an introvert. Like I can, I can go on a stage, I could speak, I could like work a room and network and do all those things. But at the end of the day, I am so exhausted from that because it's so not my natural style. I'm so much more comfortable sitting in my bedroom right now in front of a microphone talking to you guys. Um, It's just, it's, yeah, anyways. um, So yeah, that's something that I've absolutely learned, but I've also learned how to do it. And I've learned the value of it because every time that I'm like, all right, Jess, like, if some if i feel stuck if i feel like i'm not progressing enough in my business there's like a couple tried and true places that i go and things that i do but one of them is always working my network and the second i start to sort of reconnect with like old colleagues or like you know old like just people that i've networked with in my industry over the past like decade Things always feel like they unlock themselves. Like I start to form connections and and people, you know, oh, we could partner on this together or like, oh, you should meet this other person. They're the perfect person for what you need in this exact moment. And like I just like always feel the power that comes from it as soon as I do it. It's a pretty instantaneous thing for me. So that's absolutely the number two thing that I've learned as an entrepreneur is like work your network and like get yourself out of your comfort zone so that you can work it more often. And now we're on to the number one thing, the number one thing that I've learned as an entrepreneur is sort of how to be comfortable with the uncomfortable how to even thrive and enjoy the discomfort. So I think this is part of the reason why I feel like I'll always have 
my own business in some capacity. Like maybe someday I'll go and work for somebody, but I always feel like I'm going to have like a side hustle. I've always been a hustler. I've always had a side business. Like when I moved to New York, I was barely making enough money. I was making like $35,000 a year working for one of the biggest talent agencies in New York. That's like a whole other conversation. It's like disgusting what some companies still pay but definitely used to pay and I always had to make ends meet I never wanted to live with like 12 roommates in a studio apartment in Manhattan right I always wanted to like live comfortably so back then I I ended up like oh my gosh I've done so many different side hustles I can't even describe to you for years I had an Airbnb that I was totally not supposed to be renting out but I did (laughs) there are so many stories of me like selling you know random stuff on the internet to just like always hustling always making connections you know trying to like see what works and what doesn't work and I think that's part of why what I've learned as an entrepreneur is like you've got to love that hustle you've got to love pivoting you've got to love testing and learning but like failing and being uncomfortable because here's the thing I feel like being an entrepreneur especially in this you know in the year 2021 it's like sexy. It's like, you know, Hollywood movie. You know, everybody wants to take a course on how to do it great. Like people probably tuned into this podcast episode um, because they're like, oh, I want to learn how to be an entrepreneur. This is the number one tip I'm going to give you. (laughs) Is that like, it's like there are moments that it's sexy, but those are so far and few between. The realities of being an entrepreneur is like, you're going to be in a lot of uncomfortable situations, but like, You want to love those uncomfortable situations. And my entrepreneurial journey is learning how to problem solve in those difficult situations and like work through them to not get like necessarily overly emotional or, you know, not feel down on myself or like incredibly disappointed and like to just process those emotions and work through them like I'm somebody who's like always gone to counseling therapy I think it's like the best gift that you can give yourself and so I don't know man I feel like being an entrepreneur it's like constantly having the opportunity to just like practice those things and be a better human so it's like getting comfortable with them but also like learning how to work through them learning how to like come out as a victor But victory looks different to lots of people, you know, like victory could be like, you know, I was down on my business. I had to, you know, let all these people go during COVID, but then I made a, you know, million dollars in my next year. But also it could be, you know, I had to let all my team go because of COVID and I just, I knew that that wasn't, that company wasn't going to be sustainable. And so I made the decision to pivot. I closed the doors on that business and I opened up a new one that made more sense in this day and age. Like this is a totally made up scenario. But my point is, is, you know, feeling comfortable with change, feeling comfortable with like failure. That is something that I have absolutely learned as an entrepreneur. Holy shit. And like learning to really just be self-reflective and knowing when to also take a break (laughs) um, is something that I've absolutely 
learned. Like I could work myself to the bone. Absolutely a workaholic. But I think that especially in the past like couple years in particular, um, I've really learned how valuable certain things are in life. Like uh, the family that you make as an adult. Um, how every day we choose to love the people around us and I'm also one of those people that like I love having purpose and so for me my work is my purpose Um, and so again like learning how to be comfortable with discomfort how to process through those lows that you're gonna feel as an entrepreneur That's the number one thing that I've learned as an entrepreneur. So I hope this was interesting, helpful, fun for anyone to listen to today. Um, This is our 100th episode. I can't believe that we're here. And um, I don't know, the next milestone is probably at like 500. So it's going to be a while until I can celebrate again. Anyways, (laughs) um, thank you guys as always for tuning in. Um, We do have this incredible diversity, equity, and inclusion hiring event that is on the 14th of July coming up. It's going to be the day after this podcast airs at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you want to get involved, just check out our website as always. That's IamWim.com. That's IamWim, double I-M.com. Go to the events section and um, you'll find the events that are coming up, including the uh, professional matchmaking one that I'm referring to. Anyways, guys, um, congratulations to you. Congratulations to me. Um, I'm excited to be able to get to 100. (laughs) I love you guys so, so much. I hope everyone is staying healthy, happy, invigorated, um, and fulfilled. So thank you guys so much as always for tuning in, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, we got to have you back. Check out our website for more ways to get involved, including all the information you need about joining our collective. You can check out all the information at IamWim.com. That's IamWim, double I, dot com. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review, a rating. But the most important thing that we could ask you to do is to share this podcast. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. The gifts are all yours at JCPenney's Happy Birthday Sale. Celebrate with 30% off select Levi's for the fam. Plus, save up to 50% during our biggest home sale of the season. Oh, and this Saturday only, the first 120 customers in-store get a coupon for $10 off a $10 purchase. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Levi's offer ends 417. Additional offers and coupons do not apply. Home offer ends 49. Coupon giveaway in-store only. Exclusions apply. Valid 49. Must be 18 or older. See store or jcp.com for details. Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart.